listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Wednesday for a monster 11-game main slate, James. It is a one of the biggest slates I think we've had in a bit, maybe one of the bigger slates, at least since we've had uh, since we returned from the break. Um, and pretty much all the big names are on this one. This is one of those slates where uh, ownership is probably going to be pretty spread out. Um Injury-wise, there isn't, like, a ton, a ton to deal with. Like, we already know Kyrie Irving is, is not going to be on this road trip. Um, you know, with Houston, Harden played last night. Should be fine, I would assume, for tonight. Giannis missed last game, but he is considered questionable. Um, the play against Boston, but I guess he had practice, so... Yep, he guess, did practice. Yeah, I imagine that he is going to be okay. But, like, there really isn't a ton else. The biggest question really is tomorrow's the trade deadline. And there are a ton of huge names that are being floated around as possible players in deals. And if at any one time a deal comes together, we could see that player pulled off the floor. We could see that player late scratched. Um, so that is the real concern, I think, for tonight's slate is the uncertainty of some guys such as a Malcolm Brogdon, who is questionable with the knee anyways after missing the last game. But Saw his name floated around um, in trade rumors. Norman Powell, Kyle Lowry floated around in trade rumors. Rashawn Huge. Holmes. They, they, those guys have been, like, key cogs in trade. Like, Kyle yeah. Lowry has been, like, in the the head of the, the trade forefront. Yeah. it's And, like I said, you know, Rashawn Holmes we saw floated around out there. Um, just, like, just a lot of big, you know, Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, you know, names like that have been tossed around in potential trades that, you know, it's going to make this slate a little bit interesting. I'm going to say that there's probably very few completely safe players, um, you know, that you try to build your lineups around, but uh, there are definitely going to be potential landmines for tonight. You know who's safe, John? Uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic at the point guard position, $11,000 against Minnesota. I think he's pretty safe. Yeah, I would say he's pretty safe as well, and the top tier tonight, we got we have Giannis on FanDuel at the least, 11-4 against Boston. I have we've talked about this a lot. The Celtics just absolutely get hammered by Giannis every single time. <laughs> they, he goes for like 40 and 15 almost every time they play him. He just they, they have nobody, literally nobody that can handle Giannis. Um, you know, Mar- they had, they got to the point where they had to throw Marcus Smart on him in, in hopes that he could shut him down. But uh, 11-4 for Giannis. You have 11-3 for Harden on a back-to-back against Utah. 11K for Luka against Minnesota, and 10-8. 10-8 seems a little cheap compared to the other guys uh, for Jokic here against Toronto after coming off 67 fantasy points last night. So that's like your top, top tier. Even Towns now, over 10K, a little bit surprising. He gets Dallas. Um, but you're right. At 11K, Minnesota, Luka Doncic, that feels just like uh, an absolute smash spot if you're going to look to build your lineups around a core play. Uh, like that, but even if we're looking, you know, the next tier below, De'Aaron Fox, $8,900 gets Atlanta, and then Trey Young on the flip side of that $8,700 gets Sacramento. Um, I know we've been a little bit down on Trey, you know, the performances this year, again, really up and down, um, but 28-9 the last game against Sacramento in just 31 minutes uh, against the Clippers the other night, 45 fantasy points, 28-5. If he's going to cost under $9,000, you can get 45 fantasy points out of him and be okay. 
right? Like five X at $8,700 is 43 fantasy points. So you you have to sort of like lower the expectations a little bit for Trey, but know that he still has like 60 fantasy point upside. On top of that, John Collins has been a very popular trade name. If John Collins finds himself getting ruled out tonight for whatever reason, um, due to trades or gets pulled or whatever, like that just increases the trade on usage. You know, I, I've been very drawn to that matchup today, sort of game stacking Fox and Young against one another. Uh, but trade 87 on FanDuel to me just feels like a really good uh, price to get in on. Also 87 on DraftKings as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, these are two teams that we like to attack at nauseum. 233.5 total. It's down from where it opened at 236.5, but uh, still the largest number on the board. If I. Yeah, largest number on the board, 233.5. So it's, you know, it's a game that we're going to want to attack. So. Yes. And it's the late the late night hammer. Which it's is the late night hammer. Um I think Fox is definitely safer. I think that goes without really saying, but I definitely think you can look at Trey in tournaments. Um it's risky, but eighty seven hundred, you're right. We we've paid ten K for Trey when he's so going we paid good, 10K. So. Yeah. Like it's a uh, you know, and Fox is nine K on on DraftKings, so you, again a little bit more expensive there. Um we were told John Wall was going to be on a minutes limit last game, and he played. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he, was. Like, he played 36. He's played 35. It was a 40-minute limit, John. It was a 40-minute yeah, 40 40 limit. Uh, Oladipo, another name that we're. Yeah, know, not touching. Not they're touching. pretty sure that Oladipo is going to get traded. <laughs> yeah, not touching him. Yeah, it's it's John Wall season, bro. Right? So, John Wall, 8K against Charlotte here um, on, mm-hmm. on FanDuel on DraftKings. Uh, we see Wall priced at seventy-six. Yeah, it's John Wall season. It's John Wall season. Yeah, I I I one hundred percent agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, so hard to hard to you know fade John Wall like you said. It's John Wall season at eight k seventy-six hundred. Man, that is a that is a price to like uh, for sure. There, um, you mentioned we can't really touch Kyle Lowry too much, but can you go with Jamal Murray on the other side, or are you worried? You know about a blowout here. Um. Yeah, you could play Jamal Murray in tournaments. He was once again good against Orlando. Thirty minutes is nice, so you can play Jamal Murray on the flip side. Obviously, I think it's a little concerning that this game could blow up, but it's only a two-point spread. I know Toronto's been really bad lately. They've lost a whole bu- a lot of games in a row, but um. I think they can keep this competitive enough. They still have enough firepower, even if Lowry is ruled out or traded, um, to hang around. So I, I like Jamal Murray in tournaments. I was a little bit uh, – I wasn't as high on Terry Rozier as you and Fancy were the other day. Uh, I was wrong. Uh, he now draws Houston in a matchup at just $7,000 on FanDuel, $7,100 over on DraftKings um again another great it's a huge slate it's like we're gonna say like man i really love this guy i really love this matchup for like half of these players but it it just kind of shows you that like you can build your lineups today in a lot of different ways and i can see rosier in this matchup against houston again being one of those very popular options um yeah i think it's gonna be like that a lot because rosier is a very high usage guy um 24.9 percent Usage rate without LaMelo Ball this year, only behind Malik Monk, who, you know, much smaller sample. It's almost a 300-minute sample difference there. So uh, who knows if Monk would be 
you know, who knows if Rozier would be leading the team if if him and Monk had uh, similar minutes. So, yeah, I love Rozier. And the 39 minutes, I mean, that just doesn't sh- – goes to show they're going to have this guy on the floor the whole time, the whole game, as long as LaMelo Ball's out. So, uh, I love Rozier. It's a great matchup. Houston's 1-20 in their last 21 games. So, uh, they are exploitable all around the floor. And Rozier is a – I think you can use them in probably all formats tonight, but uh, especially, especially tournaments, I think. Yeah, I just love the 7K tag is something that I just love there. Um, San Antonio is on the first leg of a back-to-back. I just want to throw that out there. So uh, not really interested in DeJounte Murray, Derek White, mm-hmm. both of those guys. Probably out for me, even though White's been very good uh, in the minutes for him, even on the back-to-backs, he played 34 and 33 minutes. I can never trust that to continue. <laughs> no. So, um, you know, even at 5,200, sad, I won't be able to get any uh, Derek White. But what do you think about this other tier that we got here? We have Mike Conley at 58. Uh, we have Darius Garland at 55. Uh, TJ McConnell's at 5K. And Sadoransky's at 4,800. I mean, I definitely like the Conley price. If you're telling me he's under 6K, because I like 6,300 for Mike Conley against Brooklyn. Uh, I know he hasn't been, like, tremendous but he's been really safe i mean you go down his box box scores he hasn't given you less than 25 DraftKings points in 10 straight so there's a safe floor it's brooklyn it's a good matchup i think you can go there and obviously the kicker is mcconnell because the the unfortunate part about that game there's two things one jeremy lamb played the game of his life and they <laughs> kept tj mcconnell off the floor because of it and two the game was 30 points, uh, a 30 point spread in a quarter and a half. McConnell and was, started Edmund Sumner. And so. they started three, they started Edmund Sumner. But he was great in the 32 minutes. 28 fantasy points was well on his way to a, a double double if that game stays more competitive. So yep. uh, I love McConnell if Brogdon is ultimately ruled out or traded. Um, and then the third guy you mentioned was. Sadoransky, who is still priced at $4,600, and he's still good. And he's still – look, if you're going to put up 27 fantasy points against Utah in 30 minutes in a game that you lose by 25, you're you're matchup-proof. Like, you're just – you're going to continue to be good. I don't know why, again, he's 4600 and 4800 respectively. Just play him. Like, he's cash game viable. He's tournament safe. Um, he's – He's just a good value, man, and uh, I'm going to keep playing him because he's going to be keep – he's he- being handed out for free for whatever reason every single slate. Right. Uh, a few other guys that are uh, cheap down here. We have Jalen Noel at $4,400. Um, Sterling Brown, if guys are ruled out, again, you know, Kevin Porter's questionable. We don't know what the, what's going on with uh, Oladipo. Um, Sterling Brown, 20 and 10 the other day against Toronto. He's a point guard on FanDuel. He's at $4,200. Uh, and then Patty Connaughton stuck it the other day. Uh, again, uh, they had guys ruled out for them as well. Um, but even then, 26, 29, 34, 28, 33 minutes for Connaughton. He's, he's just in their rotation. So I don't know if that's a guy that could interest you at all against uh, the Celtics tonight. Um... Yes, he's in the rotation. I would obviously prefer if Giannis was out because he started. So probably would be a situation I would like Giannis to be out for, but I could get behind it. 11-game slate, like, I don't know. Don't need to go there. I'm just looking for value, I guess, on 11-game slate. What what position is Terrence Mann? Shooting guard. Okay, we'll talk about him then. 
Yeah, I know. He had a huge game. Crazy game. Um, shooting guard, you have James Harden against Utah. Um, you know, does this matchup scare? I mean, listen, we talk all the time. Like, James Harden by himself, you play automatically. Utah hasn't been as good as they were earlier this year. But, you know, I don't know. Does this back-to-back worry you at all for James going into Utah? So something that I say often, and it's on big slates, and I say this pretty much every time, and I'm just going to reiterate it. We have Luka, we have Jokic, we have Harden, we have Giannis, you mentioned at the top. James Harden will be low-owned tonight. On a back-to-back, in a tough matchup, we have Luka in a good matchup, we have Jokic in a good matchup, Towns in a good matchup, Giannis doesn't matter the matchup. Yeah, it doesn't matter the matchup. Um Harden will be probably the lowest owned of them all. Wouldn't you? I mean, yes, he doesn't have anyone around him, but I think that a lot of people will factor in the back-to-back. A lot of people will factor in Utah. And this is a way to leverage yourself into a, to, into a takedown by getting stars at lower ownership than they should be. Even if Harden was 20% tonight, right? Uh, uh, James Harden by himself at 20% is a steal. So I don't think you need to go there. But if you want leverage in a tournament, I can't fault you for wanting to play James Harden ever. I mean, and I just want to say this. There is no reason for James Harden not to be a top two MVP candidate right now. After beating Portland last night in Portland with a stiff neck with Tyler Johnson and Nick Claxton playing 20 plus minutes. Hey, don't you disrespect Nick Claxton. Okay, I won't. But I'm I'm just driving home a point here that there's no reason James Harden is not a top-two MVP candidate if he's going to do that in Portland. Uh, and if he were to also do that against Utah, like, I mean, come on. But I do think, back to DFS, you want to get a little leverage on the field, you play Harden in tournaments. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, the other night I asked you what you thought about Donovan Mitchell, uh, and he came through once again. Now we're looking at three straight games, 57, 52, 46 Fantasy points for him, uh, 8,400 up against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, he keeps scoring, man. And he's scoring, scoring, scoring. 30-plus and three straight, including a 42-point game. So if you want to go there, it's fine. I, I'm, I don't want to say the same thing I, we both kind of said the other night. Like, yeah, like he's good and everything, but we could just go down to the next tier. That's exactly yeah. what we said. And I feel like I'm going to say it again. Um. Like, I really like Paul George again at 82. He sucked last game, but, you know, the Spurs lack defenders on the wing. Um, I, I Honestly, I like Devin Booker again, who continues to score, and it would have been a much bigger game if not for a blowout. Uh, 10 for 19 in 27 minutes. I like Van Vliet, who's not going to be uh, traded. I, no, no, no. You, you misspoke. I love Van Vliet. Yeah, I mean, he's he, if there's anyone that we know is not going to be traded, it's Fred Van Vliet playing 40 minutes a night. Um, and and he, they lost by 20, and he played 40 minutes. So, like, I like Mitchell. You know, I I, I think it's amazing what he's doing. But we we can get the same production from Van Vliet. For $1,000, for $800, uh, $900 cheaper. Uh, are we going to get trapped by Colin Sexton again, or what's... I mean, the... we... I mean, you know what? At least the listeners knew we were going to get trapped. <laughs> you know, like, we we told everyone what was going to happen. Like, it's not like we did, were like, oh, 
you must play Colin Sexton. We told them we are going to play them, and we put, like, the warning label on the cereal box that said, like, hey, you will go down with this sinking ship if you play Colin Sexton as well. But it's a great matchup, and you can definitely play him at tournaments again, so. Uh, SGA is 7K against Memphis. Holy! Far too cheap, it seems like. Far too cheap. $7,000 flat? Yeah, 7K flat on FanDuel. 83 was, on DraftKings. So like, I was looking at him 83 like, hmm. Like, you know, like kind of like doing that like, I was like rubbing my beard. Rubbing like, chin mm, hairs, you know, like Yeah, I was like 83, <laughs> thinking about it. But 7K, I, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a kind of a can't-miss price, John. I, it feels like average, it. I mean, like, yes, I understand if you look at the box scores, he's had a couple games there, 25, 26 fantasy points. But like, that's been bookended by 49, 44, 37, 47. So, like, he only needs 35 <laughs> fantasy points for 5X tonight, and he's averaging, averaging 39.5 39, yep. 39 on the year. So, 39 against Memphis in two games, too. Yeah. yeah. I, that just seems, <laughs> I don't know, that seems silly. I know Al Horford's on the injury report. And yada, 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 but, like, that just seems wrong. Yeah, it seems wrong. Uh, if Brogdon sits, Karis LeVert, 6,800. He went for 38 yeah. uh, fantasy points against Milwaukee the other day. Um, still playing over 30 minutes a night, like, against Detroit. This would be a really good spot for him if that usage opens up. Yeah, I mean, we saw this in Brooklyn when guys were out. He was amazing. So we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't and think if, that's going to be... if we assume that uh, that Jeremy Lane doesn't have the game of his season, uh, some of that could have gone to Levert as well. Right, dude. And, and it, right, it's and that's spot on. And and the Levert line that we got last time, 19-5-5, and five, is more like it. Like, the, the, the shooting still has been kind of bad, like 7 for 17, 3 for 10 from 3. Uh, less than forty-one percent in four games in a row, but like that's gonna that's going to um, tilt the scales a little bit. He's only shooting forty-two percent on the year, but he's only played eighteen games. So these last four games has really hurt his uh, his averages. So I expect Harris Levert to come around, and once the scoring gets going, I mean we're we're looking at a guy who's going to go for forty. James, we have a position change report on Fanduel. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's Terry Rozier. It's well, no. Rosario was a point guard last night as well. So, was he? Yeah. Are we sure? Yeah. Okay. No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. No. Nope. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> nope. 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 Not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Will Barton is now a shooting guard. Good. I like that. He should be because they're starting him as shooting guard. Right. He's fifty nine hundred dollars. He can. He's good. He continues yeah. to be so good against Toronto. I mean. Safe. These are his last like ten games, right? <laughs> since the all since the All Star break has come back, 35, 31, 42, 29, 27, 34, 35. Fantasy points. Yep. Fifty nine hundred dollars. He's yeah, it's safe, 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 safe. safe. Catch yeah. against Toronto. Lock yep. Lock and load and catch games. Yep. Lock and load. I agree with you there. Uh, Marcus Smart still five K. Bruce Brown's five K. Devontae oh. Graham is 5K. All three of those guys are $5,000. And what did we talk about, John? We talked about this with Devontae Graham the other day. We didn't know the minutes. Got 29. Started, played 29 minutes. Charlie should again, but it's okay. We He was he sucked. <laughs> no doubt. He sucked. But 5,300 oh. against Houston, 5,000 against Houston. The minutes are only going to trend upwards. I think we play Devontae Graham and don't look back. I do. I think we played Devontae Graham. I know it's not like, 
you know, you have you get this like unsettling feeling like after some people eat like Moe's, I won't say Chipotle because that never happens, but like after you eat like Moe's or Mexican food in general, you know, that like feeling like, oh, here we go. But, you know, when you're eating that Chipotle bowl, like you're like, damn, man, this is good. So um, Devontae Graham is Chipotle bowl for me tonight. I'm going to be playing a lot of him at 53 and $5,000. All right. And then we'll just jump to your Terrence Mann plays 3,600 bucks. I mean, look, I'm not going to say that he is a lock and load, but he got a lot of run in the Charlotte game, was really good. Yes, there was a blowout. Got a ton of run in the Atlanta game. They were getting blown out. He led the charge for them to come back and... Yeah, double-double off the bench. Teron Lou just let him rock. Like, they just... They were just like, screw it. Him, and, and, you, and they finally un, unhandcuffed Luke Kennard. I was, like, was going to say, Man and Kennard led the charge uh, back. So, like, he's kind of been in the rotation, right? Like 13, 14, 17 minutes when it's been close. He played 29 in Washington in a two-point game. They should just play him over Reggie Jackson at this point. There's nothing. Exactly. And that's my that, – so that was going to be my next point. I wonder because, I mean, well, you got to remember, this year they weren't even playing Reggie – or. Last year when they acquired him, didn't play him. Then at the beginning of the year, didn't play him. And it's like, well, why do you have Reggie Jackson? Maybe Terrence Mann does end up starting with the way he's played, and Reggie Jackson's been horrible. So yeah. something to just monitor at, at the very least. If Terrence Mann is like suddenly in the starting rotation, he's 3,300, 3,600. That's something that you should um, look to exploit. Uh, two other guys just to throw out there. Ty Jerome is $4,300. Grayson Allen is 4K. Uh, Grayson Allen, 4K, played another 30 minutes. Wasn't great, but 30 minutes. Started off really good. He hit, like, yes. his first two threes, had, like, a block and a couple of boards, and then did nothing the rest of the game. It's a, it's a really good matchup, so I'm with you. Uh, I will be going back to the well here, and, uh, yeah. All righty. Small forward here, Kawhi Leonard's at the top at 95. Revenge game in San Antonio? I feel like there yeah. may be some, uh... We'll have to go back and check the box scores, but I feel like Kawhi does good in this 58, match. 57 fantasy points in one matchup this year. He went 13 for 22, 30 actual, 10 assists, 3 rebounds. Yeah, I feel like Kawhi likes <laughs> going back to San Antonio and just lighting them up. So, um, you know, we didn't include him in the initial discussions of, uh, of like, top-tier plays for today, but uh, we're... Uh, Suckers for uh, revenge. <laughs> a good, good old, oh, yeah, good revenge game narrative. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think this is certainly. Especially a salty game. ending, because it was a salty ending. It was. Like, like you know, mutual respect, like, uh, great great time there, going to be great. That's fine. But, like, Brandon Ingram last night getting traded. <laughs> See Brandon Ingram go off for, like, 35, actually. Josh Hart? Josh Hart? Josh Hart. Rebounds. 15 rebounds, five steals, five assists. Um, like no those, those are the no, yeah, no, two. Don't re, put some respect on Josh Sharp's name, two points. Um, these, these are the type of narrative, the, the revenge narratives that we, that we, that we do like. Yeah. Uh, we continue to tell you to play Jalen Brown over Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50, 50, 43, 46, 48. The last four games for him, he is still under $8,000 on FanDuel, he is $7,800. <laughs> Yeah, um, you got to take advantage of that. I mean, he went I for Tatum was out last game due to injury, due to illness rather, and illness. he is already said he's going to play, but he gets the harder matchup. Jalen Brown right. has the easier matchup here. So, 
Um, yeah, Jalen Brown, $7,800. I think you have to go in on for sure. Um, Gordon Hayward against Houston. We said this on this on this podcast. LaMelo Ball out. We saw Hayward get a big usage spike. And, you know, when Ball was off the bench earlier this year, Hayward had a lot of success. What did he do? 44 fantasy <laughs> points in 36 minutes. I had him at like 11% ownership when I that night. Um, I don't think the ownership is going to be that low on him tonight because he is once again $7,000 and he gets used. Oh, my God. Oh, FanDuel is going to be so tough tonight. And I mean uh, that. Yeah. In- well, considering that you needed 390 points to score the, the cash the other day. <laughs> um, so I love Jalen Brown. 50, he went for 53 against Milwaukee earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, just to add to the um, – I do want to just mention, if Giannis sits, we didn't even say Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton's name, but obviously both are elite plays if uh, Giannis does sit. I know Giannis practiced and we're assuming he plays, but you never know. Like, he's – Budenhoser I mean, did I, I, say I, he's – I personally, I think I like Drew in this matchup more than Middleton. Um, if we, we're going to play one anyways. Same. Like, um, if Giannis plays, I'm still okay with using – like DDV or Drew Holiday, Middleton, I probably shy away from a little bit here. We can, we can, because I think the depth of the slate is different than it was the other night. Like Drew Holiday, we saw. I mean, you're not fading that. No, yeah. we were, we were. He was the cover of our playbook. Yeah, he was the. I mean, he was the he was the best player on the slate. He went for yeah. 28, 14, and five and thirty freaking minutes in the right. in the in the Holiday Brothers game. So, um, yeah, not just, just Drew. Just, not Justin Drew, not Aaron either, Drew. Yeah, no. um, I, I just wanted to throw Middleton's name because he did throw – he only did – again, he played only 31 minutes for a guy playing 34 to 40 a night and gave him 45 – he put up 45 fantasy points. Could have triple-doubled if that game stays competitive. Um, Obviously love Hayward because we – like you said, he is the guy. Him and Rozier are clear-cut – one, two, and everyone else is so far behind them when there's no LaMelo Ball. It's crazy. Like, if you want to just play those two, it's fine because those two are are clearly the best fantasy contributors um, they have. And I cannot believe he's $7,000. That's that's stupid. He's 79 on DraftKings. I'm happy that DraftKings reacted to how good he was because we had two freaking days to do so. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I, I love Gordon Hayward. I love him at 79. Uh, so I can't imagine how like salivating it is to see him at seven k. That's like a, that's like seeing your your fillet go on to you the. Have, you the have Gordon Hayward and SGA probably locked into your lineups at seven k. Man, so. that's crazy. Plus, you're playing a star. Like, dude, you could be talking about like what a hundred and sixty points from uh a three of them. Yeah, from those three guys because yeah. you know SGA and Hayward have fifty. Yeah. So. Uh, Michael Porter's at $6,500 against Toronto. Yep. Continues to be good. Uh, yep. Going to run that one back for sure. Larry Nance is $5,600 against Chicago. Um, I, I still like Nance. I, I know like the numbers have been down a bit. He only played 25 minutes against Sacramento. Um, but, I mean, like, he's just a guy that needs to get, like, the shot to drop a little bit for, like, the production to spike. He's been giving you steals in every game. He's been giving you a block pretty much in every game. The rebounds have been there. He's given in a couple assists. It's just he had four points. You know, like when he right. has 10 points, he gives you 30 fantasy points at his, at his cost. So um, I think Nance is probably a cash game play, but I think against Chicago, there could be some GBP upside there. I like that 
we've already gotten the Kevin Love news, and he's out. Not the, again. Not that Kevin Love makes a world of difference, but it would take a, away some time from Nance. Um, I think it's fine. Like on DraftKings, around him is like Harrison Barnes. I would rather play Harrison Barnes. Okay. Uh, even in a, in a bad shooting night, he gives us thirty fantasy points. I mean, he's gone for thir- twenty five or more in ten straight games. I think right. if you want to talk about cash, like that's very cash to me. I know Sadiq Bay really let us down against Chicago, but still played 36 minutes in the two games prior, 35 and 54 fantasy points. Like I prefer him. What's I your re- What's the uh, Ananobi price on fan, on DraftKings? Right um, OG Ananobi is priced at. I don't even freaking see him. Maybe I scrolled past him. Okay, well I didn't find him, John, because we have a position change. Oh, okay. OG Ananobi is now. Uh, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have to guess a power forward because power have... forward slash center, John. I don't think he's ever played some DraftKings. He is power forward. <laughs> he is power forward slash center. Ding ding ding! You got it correct. Fantastic. Uh, well, OG is fifty four hundred dollars on FanDuel. Yeah, I mean it's a good. It's that's a great price. That's and he it. is not rumored to be moved. So <laughs> he shouldn't yeah. be moved because he's a. A defensive staple for that team. Um, yeah, he's a he's a a very good player, so he shouldn't be moved. He could be, but um, yeah, I like that. I like that price quite a bit. Uh, Daniel House again is set against Charlotte at fifty five. He was good again. Played a lot of minutes. Uh, that's probably it. Bogdan, Bogdan, Bogdan. Yeah, Gallinari is questionable to play tonight. That's uh, fair. Hunter, I guess, the, see, that that's the issue. Bogdan, Bogdan, revenge. But Hunter comes back, and after two games of 29-plus minutes for Bogdan, he goes back to 20 with Hunter back. Mm-hmm. So, like, I agree. I think the Gallo news probably moves Hunter to, like, the backup power forward and maybe does open up room for Bogdan. But I think we would need Gallo to be out for me to be able comfortable with buying it the, the price is really cheap and he get like he got i played him the other night in 21 minutes and he got me there he was 3900 he got me nearly 22 fantasy points like that's you know that's over 5x value so i can't be mad at it i'm just worried like we know hunter's gonna it's only a matter of time before hunter's playing 35 minutes a night so that was a little worrisome um to see what is doug mcdermott on uh is he a power forward he's small forward 3800 so, I mean, I, I think that's something we consider. If Turner's um, out again, yeah. If Turner's out again, I think McDermott is is definitely a, a viable option. So, would you rather play 3,800 for McDermott, 3,800 for Malik Monk, or um, 3,500 min price for TLC who played 27 minutes last night? So, uh, TLC benefited from the eye poke originally. Like, uh, Bruce Brown got poked in the eye by Damian Lillard, checked out of the game. TLC played the next, like, seven minutes in, like, the first minute of the game. He plays, like, seven minutes, hits, like, three shots, and then Nash goes back to him. So I get it. Can go there. He's 3,100 on DraftKings. Um, so I think that's viable. Um, McDermott, if he started, I mean, I, I, don't, I can't see them losing to Detroit by 30. Right, so he'll probably play another thirty minutes. He doesn't do a lot other than score, but you know, if he does score twenty and gets you four rebounds, that's fine. 
Third guy was Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Yeah, he's a <laughs> position change. Malik Monk is now a point guard, shooting guard on uh, DraftKings. Okay. 20, 20, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's not really a small forward either. So, right. I mean, you right. know, FanDuel's doing FanDuel things here. Um, 27 minutes is good. And the 15 shot attempts were good. So, like, yeah, it nothing, just, he just didn't need to do a little bit more, you know? We, we know the, the volatility of Malik Monk shooting at times. And he's shooting 36% over his last six games. So... I like this spot against Houston because if Charlotte's able, Same. I think to blow them out, like he could get that extra run, Same. even though he's already in the rotation. So yeah, and he's gonna play right, and he's gonna play. I mean, we just saw he's gonna play 25, 26 minutes regardless. So I, I do agree. What's, I, I do what's like his uh, DraftKings price? He is thir- uh, forty three. So 43. good price over there as well. Thirty eight, thirty eight hundred bucks. That's yeah, I think cheap. he's another really good uh, spend down there. Um, power forward at Fanduel, we have Giannis at the top against Boston. Like I said, look at his career numbers. He just eats them alive. It's just not even fun. To, I'm a Celtics fan. It's not fun to watch. They just they don't have an answer. Um, we rocked the Sabonis the other day against Milwaukee. They got blown up by like 50 points. What are we going to do? But he's $8,800 now. He gets a really good matchup against Detroit. Uh, if Turner, even if Turner plays, I think like I'm comfortable playing paying under $9,000 for Sabonis. This is a price tag that I'd be in on. Yeah, me too. Um... I'd even be in on at 94 on DraftKings, knowing that we're like, if Brogdon was ruled out, I'd feel really good about it because we have then we have triple double upside Sabonis, and yeah. he, and he's had it with Brogdon in the lineup. I'm not saying he hasn't, but like the offense will strictly run through Sabonis. I mean, he was he could have gotten it the other night if uh, obviously if Indiana made a couple more shots, they got blown the f out. So I love Sabonis. Again tonight against Detroit, and he already went for 56 against them this year. Um, he's, I think he's the clear-cut number one after Giannis, if Giannis plays or doesn't. Um, Sabonis is next. Because, I, I mean, you you mentioned already, I'm not playing Jason Tatum right right now. I'm just not. And, he, and I, can't, it, I can't play Collins at 82. We don't know his you know, trade situation Porz, there. Porzingis is a little interesting, right? Porzingis um, is $7,500. Now, he hasn't been great, and I so I get the, I get the price – decrease because he hasn't been great but if there was a game that he was going to break out in it feels like a game against minnesota a team that he went for 62 fantasy points against earlier in the year john 62 Uh um would be that game so i could get behind some porzingis tormas only because he's been he's had a very low floor for eight thousand and seventy five hundred but uh where are you on Jay Sean Tate? Um, huge numbers the other day, 42 fantasy points. And he's really on like an every other game thing right now. 45, 18, 35, 18, 42. So like if we believe in that trend that shouldn't matter at all, we're in for a down <laughs> game. But he's against Charlotte. He plays, you know, the small forward-ish position. You know, we like to attack their front court. So, I mean, 5,400, Jay Sean Tate's going to play 35 minutes tonight. Like yep. is there appeal to you here? Yeah, man. Um, Charlotte ranks 28th in DVP against power forwards, so I'm willing to test the waters. 5,800 on DraftKings as well, so yeah, I like the price. I like the play. Um, I think we should. I think we should consider Jay Sean Tate to be a, a a pretty solid play. Not cash, but uh, tournaments for sure. Uh, FanDuel Nick Claxton is a power forward up to five thousand dollars now. Wow. Um, he is four thousand. 
on DK. After seven first half minutes last night, he gets he gets 29 fantasy points. Seven. He played seven first half minutes and ended up playing most of the second half. I mean, 14 minutes in the second half. Um, I don't think you pay 5K. I think if you get your if you want your Nick Claxton exposure, you just you go over to DraftKings at four thousand dollars, right? That five K seems a little steep. Um, because if Giannis were to say like you're playing Bobby Portis, right, who was tremendous the other day, Marcus Morris forty five hundred dollars. You're playing. I mean, dude, how how like how many times do we have to say this? Like, clearly the the devs at uh these at Fandle and DraftKings are not listening to our podcast. Let me tell you, because Marcus Morris should not be this price, like. He's put up 27 or more fantasy points in three of the four starts he's made where he's played 27 minutes yeah. or more. Like, I don't understand it. Like, just pound that drum. Play Marcus Morris, um, honestly, as much as you can while he's uh, that price. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is 4,100. Keeps just chugging along. Yep, Isaiah uh, Stewart, really good play. Al Farouk Amino, if anybody listened to I, our podcast the other day, told you, man. James Grande told you to play Al Farouk Amino. 17, 10, and 6 with a block into 44 fantasy points. <laughs> uh, I didn't play him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. I don't, is he going to repeat it against Phoenix tonight, James? You seem to be the Al Farouk Amino no. whisperer, I guess. I love to be the Al Farouk Amino whisperer. Yes, give it to me. Um, no, I mean, look. The the trends have been there for Al Farouk Aminu. Like the minutes have been there, um, the fantasy production has been there, the uptick in like rebounds, it, it was there. We know he's good defensively. Like he's averaging over a steal per game. The scoring was obviously the outlier. Like seventeen points is the first time he's scored double figure. I mean, he scored fourteen against Atlanta and he went for thirty. So like, if we get the game where Al Farouk Aminu scores double figures, you're going to like, probably win a tournament with Al Farouk Aminu. So, you know, if you want to bank on Al Farouk Aminu going for another 10-plus actual points at 3,700, be my guest. Do I think it happens tonight against Phoenix? We haven't really attacked Phoenix much this year. I don't love it, but, hey, man, there aren't many starting power forwards playing 28 to 30 minutes a night at $3,700, giving you potentially 40 fantasy points, right? So... It, you know, is it likely to happen? No. But can it happen? I mean, we just saw it last night. Uh, we can. We did just see it last night. Two other names we don't need uh, extended commentary on, but Jay Crowder's at $3,900. Played 26 minutes, gave you over 20 fantasy points. Uh, and then where are you on uh, Poku tonight? I'm not even going to try <laughs> and pronounce his name. Alexi Pokoveski? Postoveski? Close. I mean, you know, uh, I think he's what? They raised his price. Pokusevsky. Um, 5,200. Yeah, that's like, so much, yeah. He's 48 on FanDuel, too. I just want... It's been, again, back-to-back good games know, for him. But... Horford being back. I think Muddy's the rotation. Lou Dort being back. Muddy's the rotation. Okay. Um, SGA is... Honestly, from that team, SGA is probably the only person I'm going to roster on 11-game site. All right, let's uh, go ahead and close this out here. We are at the center position. Jokic against Toronto. Pretty good. Uh, I mean. Pretty good. And he's the cheapest of the four, the big four. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's going to be a – and we just talked a lot of good value on the other positions. Like, really good spot here for Nikola Jokic at 10-8. Uh, 
Uh, I'm not paying over 10K for Towns. I'm not going to pay for Nikola Vucevic here. I know it's a good matchup against um, your boy DeAndre Ayton, the Ayton Whisperer that you are, but it's not something I'm going to really take a look at. Um, Gobert against Brooklyn at 8,300, I guess, could be appealing. There's the guys popped off for 63 fantasy points the other day, almost triple doubled with blocks. Nine blocks, huh? Uh, you know, he had a he had a 24 point, 28 rebound game against Golden State last week. Um, double doubles now in six straight games for him. Um, he is at 83. Christian Wood. Um, yep, yep. Oh, center, center then, huh? On Fandle. Center Position on change. Fandle. Position change. Is oh he was right he was a power forward right so yep finally yeah, kudos Vandal we yeah. we crap on you a lot but good job it made some got changes this one right it made some changes for the slate I agree um yeah Christian Wood center now eighty one hundred dollars against Charlotte yep Hell uh, yes. he was limited uh <laughs> and played twenty eight minutes uh the other game before that he was limited and played thirty six <laughs> um so I think we're probably safe yeah uh, Houston is not on a back to back. Uh, either way, so like we could get 35 minutes on Christian Wood today at 8k. That's tasty. That's a that's a tasty number. Yeah, man. Uh, I, center is strong tonight. Center, dude, strong dude, tonight. dude, 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 dude. Oh my god. I you're not looking at Fanduel, right? No. What's Clint Capella's price? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was Clint Capella. He's. I'm gonna go with. Sixty-seven hundred dollars. Not looking. No, you're a little low. He's seventy-two though. Seventy-two. He's seventy-three against Sacramento on DraftKings. <laughs> That's why I knew it was Clint Capella because he's also too cheap on DraftKings. What is going on? He's uh... okay. Let's let's. Is there a back-to-back? Because I feel like they're limiting Capella right now. No back-to-back. Um, nope. No back-to-back. Nope. Yeah. I mean. That's the play. I know his so his heel had been bothering him, but he played twenty nine minutes against right. The Clip- was what was the score in that Clippers game? Was that that was a game that they uh, were only big, and I, right? they were winning by a lot, and they they blew the lead. Atlanta, yeah, they blew the lead. Let's pop, uh, let's pop four machine this for a second here. Let's see uh, what they did with with Capella here. John, what do you while while you're popcorn machining? What do you think Clint Capella did the first time he played the Kings? Um, it was a, he, he played 26 minutes. What do you think his What do you think his stat line ended up being? Uh, 15 and 20. He went for 24 actual. Yeah. 14 rebounds, two blocks, and an assist. 48 DraftKings points in 26 minutes. So if anyone thinks that there is a some sort of limitation, if Clint Capella playing 29 minutes is so. Uh, Capella didn't play the final 552 of the game. Interesting. Um, he, st- he, he was taken out three minutes left in the first, entered the game at seven minutes left in the second, played all the way through, was taken out at the five-minute mark of the third, sat till the beginning of the fourth, started the fourth. They closed played- with DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, they closed, they closed with Snell, Young, Carter, Collins, and Hunter. Interesting. Uh, that is interesting. I don't. I feel like Kevin Porter is that one that ends up getting axed from that because I or Tony Snell if they need offense. Right. But I mean, he still played thirty minutes. I mean, it's still not like he didn't play at all. So like, still played thirty minutes. And again, he put up forty-eight in twenty-six minutes against him earlier in the year. Right. Right. So like, I mean, that's just. 
<sighs> FanDuel, what are we doing? Um, Jared Allen, 6,700 against Chicago. Um, I don't know if you believe in DeAndre Ayton still, but he's $6,200. Dude, I wish I played DeAndre Ayton. And he's now 58. Like, he's even cheaper than he was yesterday. Um, but I wanted to pay him at 59. Zubax is 5K. Um, 24 minutes of the last two games still. Like, they don't... Well, blowouts. I mean, they were getting blown out. He didn't play. They got... They blew Charlotte out. He didn't play. They don't so play played, him in So, blowouts. he played the entire... So, that could be a big reason, right? Like, here's Zubax's rotation here. Played all of the first quarter. Uh, got taken out uh, with basically like... No, sorry. Did he start? He didn't even start that game. He came off the bench. They started Coffee, Kennard, Man, Pattern. No, wait. I'm looking at this wrong. There were, no, what? no. He started. He started. He started okay. and played the t- uh, 10:30 right. in the first quarter. I was looking at the inverse colors. Yeah. I was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So he came out with like two minutes to go in, in the first, um, and re-entered with eight minutes to go in the second. Played all the way to the uh, middle of the third, and then never saw the floor again. And that's well. That's when they were down 20. And right. they look. If you look, I mean, look at the guys that led the comeback. Was Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, and then they were just like, "Oh yeah, we have George Leonard. Let's get them back in the game too." Right. So like, I don't expect Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann to close games again, which means that puts Zubac back on the floor. So yeah. I'm okay with playing him. And he still uh, had twelve and nine in that still had twelve and nine. Point, so um, I just want to just circle back Jonas Valanciunas against OKC. Uh, smash spot. Played 34 minutes last game, had 16 and 19. Has now gone for 38, 44, 46 and 3 straight. So, yep. just quick shout out to Jonas. Uh, Bismack, 3,800. Return of the Mac. Yes. I mean, so Zeller is questionable. So, obviously, we need the Zeller news before we commit, but uh, 23 minutes, 22 fantasy points at 36. You can't really hate that. And he's now played 23 and 26 in the two starts. He's he's made so uh bismack and claxton on DraftKings are the two values and isaiah stewart 4700 uh so those three guys under 5k those would be the three the three values i'll even throw brooke lopez out there if it's if Giannis doesn't play he had 18 actual in 19 minutes against indiana so if that game stays competitive uh i could get behind some brooke lopez against boston uh would you do rob williams he did play 27 minutes against uh, Memphis. Uh, and, it and, is. Obviously, and obviously he had 45 fans. Yeah. It is a roller coaster with Rob Williams, man. Um, in tournaments, it'd be a tournament play. You just, it has to be tournaments only. You, you can't trust this guy in anything else. Um, I would say if you're, if you're like single entering, you don't play Rob Williams. If you're, if you're multi entering, you can definitely sprinkle in some shares. So uh, let me let me ask because I'm FanDuel. I think you, I mean DraftKings. You can obviously play both. I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here. You're at the center position. Are you paying ten eight for Jokic or seven two for Capella? Uh, well, I've like throughout this, I have been thinking about leveraging with James Harden this whole slate mm-hmm. as my spend up, and I know that's crazy, but because you have Luca and and Jokic in the spots they're in. But again, we need you need to be different sometimes to win a tournament. So if I'm doing that, I on DraftKings, I'm not going to be able to afford Jokic. So I would probably lean Capella in most of those situations. But you can't obviously you can play Jokic. He, he 
there's 70 every time he steps on the floor. There's a potential for 70, so. Yeah, I'm on, yeah, I agree with you. I just it's such a good number for Clint. How do you rank? How do you rank? I guess how, it depends on how you rank the stars. Like, how do you rank Luca, Harden, Giannis, Jokic? I think I I rank it Luca, Jokic, Giannis, Harden. And that's my point, right? That's my and that's my leverage because I think most people will put Harden fourth, right? I I do. I think most people put Harden fourth in that scenario. Well, he's the second most expensive of the four. In, in the, the worst, worst matchup. matchup on a back-to-back. Yes, and that is where the ownership play comes in, and that's where getting James Harden at low ownership. Because you have to remember, he's still alone. Like, he's still the lone wolf. Um, Jokic has... I mean, Jokic is, doesn't matter who he has, but I'm just saying, like, we know Harden. We've seen Harden in this scenario go for 80, 90 fantasy points. So right. um, that's just that's just where I am, and I, that might change throughout the day. And I might come to my senses and play one of the other guys in actually a good matchup. Um, not against the best team in the NBA, but you never know. Like, you know, you want to be different sometimes in tournaments. I, I, I can't fault you for putting ranking it that way because I do think Lucas can go for 80. I do think Giannis can go for 80. I do think Jokic can go for 80. But I also think Harden can go for 80. And that's where I get Capella at for going for 50 at 7,300 in the best matchup on the board. All right, here's my stars and scrubs lineup that I built while we were talking. Uh, Luka Doncic, Jalen Noel, Shai Gilgis Alexander, Grayson Allen, Gordon Hayward, Malik Monk, Giannis Anikatumbo, Isaiah Stewart, Clint Capella. Hard to hard not to love that lineup. Yeah, Giannis and Luka, you got Clint Capella, Gordon Hayward, SGA. Yeah, like that's a of, loaded. A bunch of 4K guys that have pretty consistently given you 20 to 25 fantasy points. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart has 30 in him. Grayson Allen has 30 in him if his shot falls. Malik so, Monk has 30 in him. Malik Monk has... A, listen, I played Malik Monk, and he went for 50 once. So, like, <laughs> I'll never... At 1% ownership. So, I'll never l- overlook Malik Monk's... Uh, if he gets going sh- shooting the basketball, I'll never overlook him. Right. So, that, that's my... Uh, that, I like that, it. That's my Stars and Scrubs lineup. We're going to go win 100K with that tonight. Let's uh, go. Weeks. Yo. What? No, I'm saying let's go. Oh, I thought you said, oh, like we had news. Um, all right. Well, it is a big slate. Playbook will be out. Starting 5 will be out. Live stream, Value Vault. You name it. We'll have it for you. If you have any questions, you know where to hit us. For now, we will talk to you guys later.